section forty three of a book of american explorers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by dion gines salt lake city utah a book of american explorers by thomas wentworth higginson book nine part four the second english colony in virginia in the year of our lord fifteen eighty seven sir walter raleigh intending to persevere in the planting of his country of virginia prepared a new colony of one hundred and fifty men to be sent thither under the charge of john white whom he appointed governor and also appointed under him twelve assistants unto whom he gave a charter and incorporated them by the name of governor and assistants of the city of raleigh in virginia our fleet being in number three sail that is the admiral a ship of one hundred and twenty tons a flyboat and a pinnace departed the sixth and twentieth of april from portsmouth and the same day came to an anchor at the cows in the isle of wight where we stayed eight days the two and twentieth of july we arrived safe at hatterisk where our ship and pinnace anchored the governor went aboard the pinnace accompanied with forty of his best men intending to pass up to roanoke forthwith hoping there to find those fifteen englishmen which sir richard grenville had left there the year before with whom he meant to have conference concerning the state of the country and savages meaning after he had done so to return again to the fleet and pass along the coast to the bay of chesapeake where we intended to make our seat and fort according to the charge given us among other directions in writing under the hands of sir walter raleigh but as soon as we were put with our pinnace from the ship a gentleman by the name of ferdinando who was appointed to return for england called to the sailors in the pinnace charging them not to bring any of the planters back again but to leave them in the island except the governor and two or three such as he approved saying that the summer was far spent whereupon he would land all the planters in no other place unto this were all the sailors both in the pinnace and ship persuaded by the master wherefore it booted not the governor to contend with them but we passed to roanoke and the same night at sunset went aland on the island in the place where our fifteen men were left but we found none of them nor any sign that they had been there saving only we found the bones of one of those fifteen which the savages had slain long before the three and twentieth of july the governor with diverse of his company walked to the north end of the island where master ralph lane had his fort with sundry necessary and decent dwelling-houses made by his men about it the year before where we hoped to find some signs or certain knowledge of our fifteen men when we came thither we found the fort raised down 
but all the houses standing unhurt saving that the nether rooms of them and also of the fort were overgrown with melons of diverse sorts and deer within them feeding on those melons so we returned to our company without hope of ever seeing any of the fifteen men living the same day order was given that every man should be employed for the repairing of those houses which we found standing and also to make other cottages for such as should need the twenty-fifth our flyboat and the rest of our planters arrived all safe at hatterask to the great joy and comfort of the whole company but the master of our admiral ferdinando grieved greatly at their safe coming for he purposely left them in the bay of portugal and stole away from them in the night hoping that the master thereof whose name was edward spicer for that he never had been in virginia would hardly find the place or else being left in so dangerous place as that was by means of so many men-of-war as at that time were abroad they should surely be taken or slain but god disappointed his wicked pretences the twenty-eighth george howe one of our twelve assistants was slain by diverse savages which were come over to roanoke either of purpose to espy our company and what number we were or else to hunt deer whereof were many in the island these savages being secretly hidden among high reeds where oftentimes they find the deer asleep and so kill them espied our men waiting in the water alone almost naked without any weapon save only a small forked stick catching crabs therewithal and also being strayed two miles from his company and shot at him in the water where they gave him sixteen wounds with their arrows and after they had slain him with their wooden swords they beat his head in pieces and fled over the water to the main on the thirtieth of july master stafford and twenty of our men passed by water to the island of croatoan with mantio who had his mother and many of his kindred dwelling in that island of whom we hope to understand some news of our fifteen men but especially to learn the disposition of the people of the country towards us and to renew our old friendship with them at our first landing they seemed as though they would fight with us but perceiving us to begin to march with our shot towards them they turned their backs and fled then mantio their countryman called to them in their own language whom as soon as they heard they returned and threw away their bows and arrows and some of them came unto us embracing and entertaining us friendly desiring us not to gather or spill any of their corn for they had but little we answered them that neither their corn nor anything of theirs should be diminished by any of us and that our coming was only to renew the old love that was between us and them at the first and to live with them as brethren and friends which answer seemed to please them well wherefore they requested us to walk up to their town 
who there feasted us after their manner and desired us earnestly that there might be some token or badges given them of us whereby we might know them to be our friends when we met them anywhere out of the town or island we understood by them of croatoan how that the fifteen englishmen left at roanoke the year before by sir richard grenville were suddenly set upon by thirty of the men of sakoda aquascogoc and dasamangapak in manner following they conveyed themselves secretly behind the trees near the houses where our men carelessly lived and having perceived that of those fifteen they could see but eleven only two of those savages appeared to the eleven englishmen calling to them by friendly signs that but two of their chiefest men should come unarmed to speak with those two savages who seemed also to be unarmed wherefore two of the chiefest of our englishmen went gladly to them but whilst one of those savages traitorously embraced one of our men the other with his sword of wood which he had secretly hidden under his mantle struck him on the head and slew him and presently the other eight and twenty savages showed themselves the other englishman perceiving this fled to his company whom the savages pursued with their bows and arrows so fast that the englishmen were forced to take the house wherein all their victuals and weapons were but the savages forthwith set the same on fire by means whereof our men were forced to take up such weapons as came first to hand and without order to run forth among the savages with whom they skirmished above an hour in this skirmish another of our men was shot into the mouth with an arrow where he died and also one of the savages was shot into the side by one of our men with a wildfire arrow whereof he died presently the place where they fought was of great advantage to the savages by means of the thick trees behind which the savages through their nimbleness defended themselves and so offended our men with their arrows that our men being some of them hurt retired fighting to the waterside where their boat lay with which they fled towards hatteresk by that time they had rowed but a quarter of a mile they espied their four fellows coming from a creek thereby where they had been to fetch oysters these four they received into their boat leaving roanoke and landed on a little island on the right hand of our entrance into the harbour of hatteresk where they remained a while but afterward departed whither as yet we know not having now sufficiently dispatched our business at croatoan the same day departed friendly taking our leave and came aboard the fleet at hatteresk the eighteenth eleanor daughter to the governor and wife to ananias dare one of the assistants was delivered of a daughter in roanoke and the same was christened there the sunday following and because this child was the first christian born in virginia she was named virginia by this time our ships had unladen the goods and victuals of the planters and began to take in wood 
and fresh water and to new caulk and trim them for england the planters also prepared their letters and tokens to send back into england the next day the twenty second of august the whole company both of the assistants and planters came to the governor and with one voice requested him to return himself into england for the better and sooner obtaining of supplies and other necessaries for them but he refused it the governor being at the last through their extreme entreating constrained to return into england having then but half a day's respite to prepare himself for the same departed from roanoke the seven and twentieth of august in the morning and the same day after midnight came aboard the flyboat who already had weighed anchor and rowed without the bar the admiral riding by them who but the same morning was newly come thither again the same day both the ships weighed anchor and set sail for england End of section forty three